Welcome to the podcast. My name is Chris Haquez, and this is Your Best Life Defined. If you're ready to launch your life and discover the secret to true happiness and success, you've come to the right place. All right, all right, what's going on? How you doing today? A lot of struggle in the world, a lot of things to feel bad about. Man, I'll tell you what, that's one of those things you just have to try and escape. That's part of that poison that gets into us where we start thinking certain ways and the next thing you know, it drives us into a hole. Today we're talking about friends like mine. You got friends like mine? You got 400 thousand friends on social media platforms that you never talk to they never call they don't ever say hey what's up dude how you doing every once in a while you get a like and and what's funny about those likes is those are those are tail wagging moments you know you get like 80 likes on some post you put up and you are like in seventh heaven you're like tail wagging dancing around hey you know i got 800 likes on my post Funny thing about that is, is <laughs> you didn't really get to talk to anybody. You didn't get to hang out with anybody, kick in and have some beers, maybe eat some barbecue or something. You just got this little, this little symbol on a screen, right? Little symbol says, "Oh, they like me." <laughs> if you got friends like mine, let's talk about my friends. So I've got four hundred and some sixty-five, four hundred eighty-five friends on Facebook, right? You know how many times I've talked to any of those people on the phone? It's forever, right? And then there's that other there's that other side of this whole friendship thing. See, it drives you crazy when you really work hard, especially me. I'm a creative, and of course, I have I have issues with exposure and all that other crap that goes along with being who I am, right? So there I am, I throw this great post up or do this great video and I get like, I get like three likes and nobody wants to share it and I admit it, I understand why. It's because some of my, I mean, my, some of my stuff is out there. It's not where most people are. I mean, most of my friends live in a house. Most of my friends don't spend their entire time in some creative process trying to learn how to do new things. Let's face it, you're busy, but you're not doing what you want to do, right? So my thoughts go to, you know, I'm working really hard and all my friends, they're all out there. But yet none of them want to reach out to me. I don't feel like I'm that loved, right? How the hell does that work? <laughs> you ever you ever you ever do the reciprocation thing where you know you say hey we should go we should go call them and see if they want to go out to dinner and the response is well well I haven't you haven't called us. When's the last time they called us? We always do all the calling, right? So then you walk away and then you, or the other thing is on social media, the big thing on social media is this year, there you are, you're scrolling and then you see one of your friends of the 465 friends you have, you see one of your friends, something great's happening to them. They just got a new house or maybe they got a new boat, right? You ever get that thing, you know, that thing inside you where you're like, that sucks. (laughs) you want to be happy for them but there just doesn't seem to be any room there right how would you how would you like it if you could look at your friend list and find a moment or a thought of appreciation for every one of the people you interact with 
We're getting ready to learn this. This is how to release yourself from all that guilt and that reciprocation, that that idea that, you know, it's a tit for tat on on the exchange. Well, how many times did they come over to our house? How many times did they host the barbecue? He never calls me. Because in the end, what it amounts to is our friendships should inspire us. We should see tangible benefits from the fact that we hold these relationships with the people around us, the people we call friends. Mmm, all right, let's go ahead and dig into this thing. All right, you ready? Let's talk about friendships. Let's talk about relationships in general. First thing we need to understand, or you can test this out for yourself, and God, I hope you do. There are two things that impact our lives more than anything else we will do on any given day. One of the things that impact the quality and the success that we see in our life is the people we spend time with. Think about it. Who do, drug, who do druggies spend time with? Who do drug dealers spend time with? Who do criminals spend time with? Who do cops spend time with? This is part of that breaking the damn door down thing on why you're sitting there in your muck and your mire called your life with all the debt and all the things you have going on in your life and you can't seem to escape it. Who in your group can tell you how? Now, obviously, the answer to that question is a simple one because everyone in your group who understands how to step it up, how to step away from that group, did so by spending time with someone else. Sheep act like sheep. Birds of a feather flock together. <laughs> this is where this role that friendship has in our life, in our success, this is where it's important for us to say, okay, First of all, if there's any negative output of my friendships or my relationships, I either have to correct how I view that or I have to end the relationship. Now, if you're like me, I hate saying goodbye. I posted something on Facebook here last week. You know, old man, his name's William and he's deaf. So when me and William have a conversation, the whole neighborhood gets to hear it. Because, I, I mean, I don't mind yelling. He's an interesting old guy, and I would imagine because he can't hear, most people never take the time to talk to him. And there I am out there hanging out with my friend William, sharing our conversation with the world. <laughs> That's, and what's funny about it is I really I felt energy from this man that no one else had the time to even consider. That's the goodness in friendships. Let's talk about how we can take your friendship in a positive direction. <laughs> All right. So this is a kind of an ongoing joke between my within our family, and it's you know we we uh, we want to be invited. Okay, everybody wants to be invited. Even when Sandy and I are in Mesa, Arizona, we want to be invited to things, right? But then what happens, if you're like us, what happens is we get invited, and then we're like, oh, crap, do you really want to go? <laughs> you really want to go? Oh, man, you got to go out there. And the funny thing about it is, during most of those interactions, 
with with a few exceptions with family maybe right you walk away and you're feeling good about the interaction it feels good to have gone right okay like i said i have 400 friends on social media and i've talked to three of them in the last year I hear from three of them. I get an instant message on Facebook from maybe one of them, two of them. And most of the time, those interactions are prompted by me. Right? And you think, well, but those are my friends. You know, and of course, I'm out here. I'm doing my thing. I'm posting for the podcast and for the book. And I'm doing all kinds of stuff, a lot more than most people. And, you know, so I'm thinking, well, you know, my friends are going to take care of me. And what happens when I post that video and someone, no one responds or I get one or two likes because of it? I'm over there grumbling. I'm like, you know, I don't got no friends. Screw them guys. I don't have no friends. Those friends don't like, because if they liked me, they'd, they'd like my stuff. They'd share my stuff. The problem with that thinking is it doesn't do anything for the relationship. And in the process, it tears me right down to the ground. How many times you look at interactions with people or you look at something, you're expecting something from your friends and they don't deliver? And let's just face it, it hurts. It hurts when you, when you put effort out because you want to be friends with people and they don't reciprocate. They don't show up and say, hey, Chris, just wanted to call you and say, how you doing, brother? You know, and I think in a way, it's not only, it's not just our fault. It's our training, our conditioning. Somehow or another, a handshake and the sound, hearing the sound of someone's voice has been, rela- or been replaced by this emoji hand or the, the, the big smiley face. I guarantee it's not the same, right? It's not the same. And regardless of what you learn from this podcast, I can tell you on occasion, it's important to reach out on a personal level. But that's a whole that's for a whole nother podcast. Let's get back to why I'm reminding you of this. There was, I got a good friend, Jonas Gonzalez. He's one of the smartest men I've ever met. And that's the wonderful thing about it. On the, in the introduction, I mentioned the fact that we, we can only exceed or we only become as great as those people we spend time with, right? So here I am, and you may not realize this, but for all of my life, I've had a little bit of issues with friends. I, I'm not a very good friend. I enjoy conversation, I enjoy people, but I've, I've always viewed myself as not being a very good friend because I don't always want to spend time with friends. And if you're like me, you can identify with that, right? You like to say hi and how you doing, but you really don't want to be bothered by your friends, right? And then, of course, there's the previous conversation, which is, how come no one ever invites me to stuff, well, Jonas, he brought something to my attention. I posted a question on Real People on Facebook. It's a group I, I'm quasi-moderate, okay? And the question was about how many friends do you think you actually have? How many friends do you have? And I got two responses. None of my friends wanted to get involved in my question. 
Okay, now they're over 270 members, so you see my point. Now, of course, I'm like, oh, man, no one loves me. This is where we're going to make it easy. This is where it gets real easy for you, so stick around. All right, if, if, if you have great, perfect relationships, you may not even be interested in hearing this. But if you've ever felt bad because you felt like your, your friends weren't, weren't giving back, they weren't contributing, contributing to you in the way that you would expect them to do. You look at your long list of things you've done for them and then they only have one or two things on their list that they've done for you and you're thinking, well, you know, I've got, I don't even know why I'm their friend, right? If you don't ever want to feel that game, that again, we have to change our thinking from the way it is now to way to the way Jonas actually suggests. And now I'm following it. And guess what? I have a 465 amazing friends, and it inspires me to want to get to know them better. So here, let me just throw this out there. If you get a message from me, it's going to be me. And it's going to say something like, hey, haven't talked to you in a while. Haven't really tried to nurture this relationship. So I want to just say, hi, we're doing well. I hope your family's doing well. And I want to invite you to correspond with me every once in a while. Give me an update. We can spend five minutes just chatting about what you have going on in your life, what I have going on in my life. Now, this seems kind of weird, but really this is... This is me harvesting the benefits that I get from my friends. See, right now, the standard is one of reciprocation, right? You, you do something for me, I do something for you. There's a tally board. This is the reason there are family members that I don't hang out with. This is one of the reasons. It was a constant tally between how many times who did what for who and who was winning and who was losing, it's kind of a novel idea here, and it was for me, but it, I'll tell you what, it just relieved all of the stress, and it gave me a whole new perspective of friendship. As Jonas put it, he says, you don't get to decide if I'm your friend, because I choose that. And his, his thinking or his logic in this is, the reason I'm friends with certain people is because of the value that friendship contributes to my life. It's either, well, how they make me feel or the energy they give me or the things they share with me or how I feel when I'm around them, what it does for my life to interact with that person. And the cool part about this idea is it takes you out of that tally board, that keeping score. And it allows you just to look at the people on that list and say, you know what? I would really like to get to know you better. I would really like to spend more time. It sure feels good to spend time with you. And what's funny, that's happened a bunch of times. I've already, since we've been in Mesa, Arizona, I've made so many friends. And it's funny because I think about them and I kind of get excited about the next opportunity for us to talk because that's how it feels to be their friend. Remove the by removing the the reciprocation, the one for one arrangement, engage in your interactions with the people you call friends based on how it makes you feel, how it inspires you, how it energizes you. 
all of a sudden there's no more judgments about well does he owe me or is it my turn do i pay or does he pay right when i go out i take my friends out to dinner i usually always pay unless i can't wrestle them to the ground unless i can't beat them right it's because that makes me feel good because i appreciate their friendship and the great part about that is when you take it from your side only you don't have to manage the friendship you have to manage your friendship right when you wake up every day and you look at someone on that long list of people you have on Facebook and you go, why am I their friend? And you can name one thing that brings value to your life. That's a reason for you to make that friendship stronger. Who cares if they never call you? Call them. Call them. Ask them how they're doing. Send them a birthday card. Send them a Christmas card. Why? Because you like them. Because you like them as your friend. Because you appreciate them. You think about them. You wish well for them. All right, I just want to give you um, an example here. So let's talk about Jonas Gonzalez and my friendship. All right. I've known him for years. You know, I never feel like that pressure, that guilt to, uh, to like have to call him. I never feel any pressure. I never feel any resentment or anger because he, he, he's in and out of social media. He has my phone number, but we don't call. I mean, I've talked to him about maybe once a year. I guess maybe his attitude towards friendship rubbed off on me because I've never felt any of that. But there had been a time in my life when a lot of my friends with that title, you know, that important title, friend, and all that comes with it, all the obligations that come with it, right, is really simple. Remove the obligations you have for your friendships. Consider it only from your side. If you, if you want to spend time with that person because it makes you feel good or you enjoy their company, then do it. But do it without the idea, this established standard that they have to call you back next week or the friendship ends. I'm not, I'm not liking his stuff. He never likes my stuff. I'm not calling him. He was in town last week and he didn't even stop by. <laughs> that's, that's craziness. And in the meantime, what do you lose? You lose the pleasure of spending time with people who provide you with feelings that you enjoy, that provide you with an experience that makes you feel good. If you want to stop all the this and that about friendship, you can start by managing your side of it. Like Jonas says, no one picks, I pick my friends. It doesn't matter. Now, does this to say that you hold on to friendships that um, abusive, you know, abusive friendships, narciss the narcissistic is the big word these days, narcissistic friends who use you and try and manipulate you? <laughs> well, comes back down to that feeling, doesn't it? Does spending time with that person make you feel good? You, you know the answer to that, right? My friends are people that I that I engage with and they say, hey, what's up? And I say, hey, what's up? 
and you have this long conversation about everything that's happened since the last time you talked. Neither one of you can get a word in edgewise because you're so excited. That's what friendship is about. And that can happen with any of those 400 and some odd friends you have on Facebook. All it takes is you saying, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to be a better friend to you. I don't know. I might be crazy. I could be crazy. I think I'm crazy. (laughs) I don't know. All I know is that life is too short to not improve every element of it we can. And I don't think there's any better way to do that than within our relationships, within our friendships. When we stop expecting and just start giving to our friends, our friendships get better. We become better. The experience of life gets better. All right, all right. You know, I don't know if you can tell, but I am really, I'm really trying to put it out there for you. The goal for me is to wake up every day and help someone live a better life, have a better experience in this wonderful thing we call existence, right? And I know it's a grandiose idea. Some people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, life sucks. I get all that. I'm okay with that, right? I'll be back next week. I promise I'll be back on time next week. At least I hope so. I don't know if that, that I fall into that TikTok abyss and no one ever sees me again on the podcast. Would you come and look for me, please? <laughs> hey, the other next week we're going to be talking about capitalizing on things you can do to make your life better. Capitalizing on tools that you can use every day that will actually allow you to see more wins and less losses. You take your life to the next level in any direction you want. So I hope you'll tune in for Reaching for the Stars. Um, we'll jump into that thing about uh, who we hang out with and what we read is, and the part that that plays in our overall success. Just so you know, in closing, I need your support. I'm going to ask for it now. Please give it to me. If you hit that like button, hit the share button, do anything you can to get it out there for me. If you go check out my book, check out my social media page, I could use all the help I can get. I wake up every day with these ideas in my head about how I can make the world a better place. And with your help, I think I can get it done. Hey, until next time... In fact, until next Monday, think about how you can grab more of the adventure in your life. Think about, well, if I did this, would it make my life better? If I did that, why did I stop doing that, right? Pick around in there. There are a lot of wonderful things to choose from. And when you pick the right thing, it gets really easy to just grab a hold of it and get excited about it. I know for a fact, I never imagined I'd be a TikToker at 60 years old. My grandkids would be like, my grandpa TikToks. <laughs> but it's part of the big dream. It's about part of this whole thing of creating something that never existed before. Hmm, I think that's about it for me. Do yourself and those around you a favor. Launch every day from a platform of kindness. 
At the end of each day, you'll have a smile on your face and joy in your heart. Till next time, my name is Chris Hawkes, and this is your Best Life Defined.